Hi, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place where you get to hear extraordinary stories of ordinary people and how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their life and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman, and I just wanted to get these stories out there. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. I wanted to remind you guys that as you go into the new year, I have two offerings from my sponsors who are my businesses. Um, the first one, CoreyFreeman.com. You can check it out. It's all for business and personal coaching. So if you need to get your business or your life ramped up a little bit in any way, I can help you with that. And then also, we also have the accountability club. So if you know what you already want to do and you have plans on what you want to do, then we come alongside you and we provide a accountability partner. And that accountability partner checks on you a couple of times during the week. And you can also add coaching to that, but they check on you to see how you're coming along with your personal or professional goals. So it's just a way of keeping yourself accountable. And we have shown that it really is, it does work. So it's not just this, oh yeah, yeah, it might work. No, it does work. We have lots of testimonials. So just wanted to throw that out there today before we start. So today we're with Kristen Van Horn, who's freezing more than I am today in um, St. Louis, Missouri. Would you say it was 19 degrees there or something? Yeah, the high is 19 today. So yeah, no, I'm in Southern California and it was cold um, recently, but now it's starting to get back normal. So in December in the 70s, sounds good to me. <laughs> Yeah, But um, Kristen actually owns two businesses. She has, um, she's actually a certified life coach where she specializes in productivity and time management. She has kristenvanhorn.com and Kristen is with a K. I always want to make sure we get that in there because I know there's lots of different ways of spelling Kristen, kristenvanhorn.com. And I'll put all this in the show notes. So if you guys are ever if you're new to podcasting, all you do is you press pause. You can see all the notes. You can see all her information. And if we talk about any Bible verses at any time on the podcast or any kind of resources, we always put it in the show notes. She also owns, she's actually co-owner of the business runners, or excuse me, the bizrunners.com, B-I-Z. And that is where they offer, they're basically content strategists for online businesses which is so helpful because there is a challenge in creating content out there and she can help you with that too. So I have no idea what her nudge story is today. So once again, I love it when that happens because I just feel like I'm going in like with, I'm sort of like, I feel like I'm one of the podcast listeners where I'm going in blind. So it's sort of fun for me when that happens. So I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> Yay, thank, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. Good. Well, I just, you know, we always start out with having our guests share how they came to know the Lord. So uh, I don't know that either. So <laughs> I'm just going to like pull up my chair with everybody else Yay. and uh, listen to how you came to know God. It's not an exciting story. <laughs> well, it always is exciting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have been a believer my entire life. I was born and raised in the church. I actually attended um, Lutheran school from kindergarten through eighth grade. And it's just been a big part of my life, my entire life. It's, you know, I'm a very much a born and raised Lutheran girl. So my 
My brother is actually a Lutheran school teacher. He married a Lutheran school teacher. If you know anything about the Lutheran church, like that's a big deal. So that's pretty much it. I've always been a believer my entire life. That's just what I've known. But throughout the years, as I've gotten older, especially as I've gotten into my 30s and now almost 40, I have really learned a lot more about myself and have started surrounding myself more with other believers who kind of like push me a little harder in my faith Mm -hmm. um, and kind of like speak into my life as a believer. And so I think that that's really helped me a lot in my faith and hearing God a little bit more because it's easy to say like, well, I've been a believer my entire life. Like I was baptized, you know, when I was a month old and I got confirmed when I was in eighth grade and all these things, like I've always believed in God. I've always believed, you know, Jesus has saved me and that I'm going to heaven and all these things, but I can say all that, but not actually practice it. So I can go to church, but not actually practice it. So now like devotions are a regular part of my life for the first time ever in my life last year. I actually like spent time reading the Bible, which I hadn't done since I was in Lutheran school in eighth grade. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's always been a part of my life, but as I've gotten to know myself more, I've gotten to know the Lord more and I've surrounded myself with people who really helped me in my faith and be better about being a person of faith and not just someone who says I'm a Christian and doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. I wish I knew that verse offhand about, you know, just saying you're a believer and not having the action behind it, you know? Yeah. Um, And then like for people, like there's a lot of people who are listening who might be very new to faith or they're just curious, or maybe they just like the stories. I mean, they might just like to hear people's stories of, I mean, a lot of miraculous stories, but when there's somebody listening that they might not be familiar with the term devotional Mm -hmm. and a devotional time or spending time, you know, in the morning or whatever, whenever time you do that, but how would you describe a devotional time or having devotion? I mean, I think it can be different for everyone last over, you know, 2021, I spent Every day I would read a um, book of, not a book, a chapter in one Mm -hmm. of the gospels. And so I would loop through the four gospels. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, just by reading a chapter a day. And so it would take me less than five minutes, but it was time for me to like really get into the Bible and try to understand it more. And I spent time, like every time I go through, once I finished all four gospels, I changed the version of it. So I would hear it a different oh. way, hear the story a different way, which I really enjoyed. Oh, um, and so I, I had never done that before. And so things started to like, come, like I would read something and be like, Oh, I don't remember reading that before. That's interesting. Like, and so things would start like circling back and like, oh, that that's new. I don't, I, I'm the third time through this. I don't remember reading that. So my devotion would be like just spending five minutes reading the Bible. Um, now I'm doing, you know, I have a 60 day devotional that I'm following. Again, for me, it's like five minutes to start my day. It's literally the first thing I do every morning. When I don't have a devotional, I have my Version Bible app that I use and I can, you can do plans on there or even just a scripture Sometimes if I don't have a plan, I just read scripture. And Um, I'm saying a lot because a lot of people say I'm too busy. And so you are, you have two businesses and you have little kids (laughs) and you're trying to build new classes, courses, business stuff. And, and also I know you run. Yes. You're a runner. And (laughs) so for people out there who might be thinking, oh, I don't even have five minutes in my day. It's like, okay, I would challenge you (laughs) because I don't know very many people that could probably compete with your, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, you don't have one, you know, 
minute to breathe, but I'm just saying you're a very busy woman and very busy mom and you have a lot going on. So if you can find five minutes, then hopefully they can too. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm also that person. And I mean, this is a lot of why we'll get into my nudge, but a lot of it is how I became, you know, a life coach, productivity coach. A lot of it is if I start the first thing in my morning, like that's why I run first thing in the morning. That's why I shower first thing in the morning. That's why I do my devotional first thing in the morning. Because if I don't start my day like that, by the end of the day, it's just not going to happen. And so that's just habits that I've developed um, over time. And so developing that habit. And now it's the first thing I do every single day. I, I get up. I mean, now my devotionals, <laughs> my husband's still sleeping at 5 a.m. I'm I'm doing my devotional in my closet where I can have a light on. And <laughs> then I put my workout clothes on and go run. So oh, that's so cool. And you know, it's sort of neat is because you guys don't know that out that out there in podcast land, but I had reached out to Kristen a while ago and asked her to be on the podcast. And I think it's God's ultimate perfect timing that when we're starting the new year that we have like, and I didn't, I don't think I realized what you did for a living at that time. And so it's sort of, I think it's funny that God would let it happen where you're a guest right at the first of the year. And you're talking about starting your day and having the habits and, you know, and, and you're a productivity and time management coach. I mean, that alone is sort of ironic to me. It's like yeah. God's perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I will let you tell your nudge story, however you would like to tell it. Cause I have no idea. I'll, and you know what I'm a, I will admit I am a terrible interrupter. So if oh, you fine. can like give me gaps along the way to where I can sneak in questions and not look rude. Like I sometimes do. I always try to, I always try to be polite on the podcast and in coaching as far as, you know, letting people finish. But sometimes when people are sharing their nudge stories, it's so much like, I want to scream like, Oh my gosh, what about this? <laughs> yeah, no, please do. Please interrupt. I, oh. I, I like the feedback that helps me <laughs> for where I go and I might get distracted, but that's fine. Um, go where yeah. God leads, go where God yeah, leads. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, even like thinking like, okay, where, where do I even start? Because for me, we were talking before we started recording how you're like, I, I was just standing in my shower and I just knew, and I was like, man, I, and I've said this to my business partner who is somebody who really has spoken faith into my life. And I've, I've talked to her so much about like, well, how, how do you hear God? And like, how, how does that work? Because there was a time where I'm like, I don't, I don't know what obedience looks like because I don't see, I don't hear God all the time. Like that's, that's something that I'm still learning is to kind of like open up my mind to hear God a little bit more and like, see where he's actually speaking to my life. Like, I don't, I don't ever have that moment where I feel like he's like, Hey, Kristen, you need to do this right now. Like, I don't feel like I ever have that. So like, when you asked me first, what my nudge story was, I was like, God doesn't speak to me like that. But when we talked about that, like obedience and like hearing God and like trying to listen more to what he's saying, she's like, a lot of times it's just that intuition that you feel like sometimes you look for a sign. Sometimes you don't. And that's one thing I pray for a lot is I, I need signs. I'm like, God, just, just show me a sign. Just (laughs) just show me something that shows me that I'm going on the right path. Um, so like my, my nudge story, it's really interesting because a lot of it has to do with my career and like where, what I'm doing now as a life coach and productivity coach, but I didn't always start off that way. (laughs) And so a lot of it was when I first graduated college, I, I have a degree in exercise science. I always thought that I was going to be in the fitness industry. My mom jokes still now to this day that 
I always told her, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be behind a desk all day. Like, I don't, that's not what I want to do. And here I am, I'm a business owner and I'm behind <laughs> a desk all day long. I mean, most people are now that we have to like zoom all our meetings and things. Um, but I started that. I really struggled to get a job. I never felt like that was the right thing. And I was like, you know what? It was 2009. So the economy was going bad. I lost my job. They, they moved me to part-time. I was like, I got to do something else. And so I was like, my husband's a teacher. I've always thought, you know, my brother's a teacher. My sister-in-law's a teacher. Oh, maybe, maybe I should be a teacher. So I went to school, became a teacher. And I think <laughs> sometimes I like struggle to talk about this, but like my first day of my, my actual job, my first day as a teacher, I like stepped in there and started teaching and went, mm, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. The very first day, the very first day. I, I like remember it vividly going, this isn't right. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. What grade, what grade were you? I taught middle school physical education okay. for six years, actually. Actually, well, if we count the two years before I was an assistant teacher for two years and then after that, like I, so I had already been teaching for two years. So the six, so the six years, were you feeling that way? The whole six years Mm -hmm. you were, oh (laughs) my goodness. That had to be hard to get up and go to work every day, every day. And at the time, part of it, I should say, I did become a mom right before then the year before that I had just had my first child. So I had just become a mom and I knew like, I need to be home with her. I need to be spending time with her. And this is just not what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I get that job and it's a 30 minute commute. It's I'm not only teaching, you know, all from eight to three every day. I'm also coaching after that for two hours after school too. So I, and then I'd have to drive 30 minutes home. So I was getting no time at home, but I just knew like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And as, like I said earlier, as I've gotten older into my thirties and like have really learned more about who I am as a person, how I tick and things like that, I've really learned like, Oh, I understand why that wasn't for me. I don't like conflict. I don't, I'm very much a like, yeah, it's fine. Like go with the flow type thing. Middle school education is not that way whatsoever. And so it was just like, this is not a good fit for me. This like, I don't, I I love kids. I like working with kids, but this, it just, education was just not the right fit for me. Education is like as a school teacher, because now I'm still an educator. (laughs) Just That's true. That's true. You're still in education. Yeah. Yeah. So I love teaching, but it just, it wasn't the right fit for me. And so I think that that was like my first nudge was like, Ooh, yeah, no, this is not right. I'm like, but what, what am I supposed to do? I already have two degrees under my belt. Like I already had a degree in exercise science. I had a degree in physical education. I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Like I have all this background, but what, what am I actually supposed to do? But it took a long time. Like I, that was 2011. So 10 years ago that I, that happened. And I think throughout the time I started thinking like, okay, I want to be home, but I need to support my family. My husband's also a teacher, you know, teachers don't make a lot of money. We want to live a certain life. We want to be a certain way. We want to be able to give back, you know, those sorts of things. Like we want to live the way that we want to live. And so, I mean, even just talking about it, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I'm seeing the nudges now. <laughs> like I'm seeing more and more of like, okay, I, I see where that gut instinct came from, that it wasn't from me. It was from God. And so it it really was kind of a, I'm seeing people do this online business thing. Like that seems like it might work. I know things. Um, <laughs> and so it was like, well, that sounds, it sounds hilarious because it's true. I mean, they, you know, there's a lot of people that do course creation and they say, if you know, you do not, I just actually coached somebody about this. 
you don't, you know, they wanted to do something. They go, well, I don't have a degree in it. I'm not an expert in it. And I go, but if you know more about that subject, like, let's say you love history, but, and you know more about history than someone else, you can still offer a class in that, you know, but they, they feel like they have to be experts, but it's, you know, you did know a lot of things because two degrees and I mean, you just nailed it. Cause that was the whole thing. Like I have always loved productivity, planning, time management. I remember being in college and like writing out my schedule meticulously. I remember being a kid and like looking forward to getting a new calendar every year and planning things out and doing all these things. But I don't have a degree in that. What what do I know? Like, I just like writing things down. I like schedules. I like things like that. Like that, that's exciting to me. But then as I'm spent six years in education, very busy, I mean, Thankfully, I was able to resign from my coaching position. So I didn't have that on top of having now two kids and, you know, a commute and things like that. But I, I learned how to manage my time, plan out my days in order to build a business while I was still working full time. And so that was something that I didn't even realize at the time. But then as we've come around to 2020, 2021, and that's been like having time and time management has been huge for everyone. I realized like, oh, I actually know a lot more about these things and people are starting to ask me questions about it. And so as I kind of, I mean, just within the past six months, all of a sudden I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to like step into this and see what happens. And I don't know if it was like if I heard anything, like I don't remember the moment, like I can even look back on my social media. I'm like, when did this all change? But even now, like I'm, I'll look through my time up and be like, look, there's something I talk about productivity and planning. Like it's always been a part of like what I've been doing. And so I don't, I don't know what the actual, like, I, I don't remember, I don't remember the moment, yeah. but all of a sudden it was like, I had people like you contacting me for podcast interviews. I was invited to be a guest coach for, you know, another business course. Like all of a sudden I I see people asking me more and more about what I'm doing and things like that. And within like, since we've talked in the past month, it was like, oh no, it's the first time in my life. I'm like, I'm doing exactly what God created me to do. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I know that there are women out there who felt like I did, who were like in a job that they're like, I don't have time for my kids. What am I supposed to do? Or it didn't feel like they, you know, had time for things or just weren't doing the right things. It's like, yeah, that's who I'm supposed to be helping. That's why God put me here is to help them find that time to help them, whether they want to quit their job or just have more time with their family. Like there was something there that all of a sudden I just felt this peace and I yes. think it wasn't necessarily the nudge. It was just like they, yeah. I am so passionate about this. This just feels right. And like, I see God showing up more and more in that capacity as like, people are asking me to do more things. I'm like, no, you know, God, you showed me this a long time ago, like throughout my entire life. And I just kind of ignored it as a sign. Yeah. And, and, and I would, and, all add, of a sudden here I am. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I would add that a lot of people, and I've probably said this before, but a lot of people think you have to strive and drive and do and figure it out and you've got to make it happen. And sometimes it is that, you know, we're supposed to follow where he goes. And when you have that peace about where you're going, that's a really good indication you're going where God wants you to go because there's this overwhelming comfort and peace and knowing this is what I was born to do because there's that, you know, peace that passes all understanding. 
Yeah. You know, and then your, you know, your smile when you talk about it, even, you know, like <laughs> just like just right now, like, you know, your affect changed completely yeah. when you started talking about what you're doing now. Because yeah. when you were talking about teaching and da, da da da, but then when you started talking about, yeah, and even your voice, like, you know, went up an octave and faster and your smile gets bigger, <laughs> just talking about it yeah. and you're having this peace about what you're doing, it's like, kind of obvious that that's where God's leading you. And the funny thing is up until like, I kind of have shifted. People talk about shifting and pivoting so much lately, you know, that's what we've all had to do. It is. Um, But as I kind of like shifted gears, like the last six months, as I've like really stepped into this, it wasn't, I think that this was like the big thing was like, it wasn't about making money, but you know, it's like, you understand as a business owner, like it wasn't about making money for the past six months. I've been talking about this and adding value and educating around these things and coaching for free because I was getting certified. I was like trying to learn the ropes, trying to understand what it looked like to, to actually coach people through this. And it wasn't about the money. And I still loved every second of it. And I was like, this is how I know I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> like, yeah. this is how I know God has me on the right path because it's something that I'm so passionate about that it just makes sense. Like, I don't care if I make any money from this. Like, I just love it so much. And I know that it's actually helping people. Right. And it, just, it finally just, like you said, it just, I felt so much peace about it. I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Like what I was put on earth to do. So, mm. I mean, like I said, I don't know if there's like, where the nudges. I don't know where God, t- I wish I could say like, I was standing in my shower and God said, no, this is what you have to do. But like, I <laughs> well, there's other times, there's quite yeah. a few other times that he doesn't make it so clear, but that right. was just because I was ignoring the nudge to do the podcast for 14 right. years. I think and then that I'm that in the shower and bam, he's like, yeah. no, next week. And I'm like, wait a second. No, that's not when you still, when you find yourself arguing with what's inside of you right. and you start thinking, oh no, I like you, you're yeah. arguing, you, you know, you're getting this feeling of I'm supposed to do productive productivity. And then you're like, oh no, I don't have a degree in that. What do I know? And you start questioning that, that arguing back and forth. A lot of times, I mean, I feel like it's us arguing with the Holy spirit, you know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. he's leading us to do something and we're not completely comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone, which is something that I like to stay in a lot. I like to be in my comfort zone quite a bit. And so this really has pushed me to, you know, get out of it and step up to be an expert in this area, you know, where, I don't know, I just feel like this is where God was leading me. And even it's funny because you talked about like writing a book that's always been on my heart to do. Like, I remember being my daughter's age, my daughter's 10 now. And like, instead of playing at recess, I was sitting and writing and drawing pictures for a book I don't remember what it was about, but for a book. And so I'm like, that's always been my passion. And I just started, this is the first week of my, I'm actually getting paid for something now for my coaching program. And I have to write these modules. And I was like, all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, this is my book. Like I'm writing all these things. It's like, this is, this is the book that I'm like, I'm in the process of actually doing. Like I never, I never had put the two and two together. But as I started writing and I was like, Oh, I'm this. Yeah. Nope. I, I see where this is going. Like wow. I, I, I finally, cause I was like, I never had the idea. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I always thought like I started out as a running coach way back when I was trying to quit my job. I'm like, Oh, it'll be about running. And I was like, no, nah, it doesn't fit, but it was always time management. It was always like how to fit in running on your busy schedule, how to do this in your busy schedule. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, it's right. <laughs> there's so many things. Yeah. 
Well, and you know what? It, it's just refreshing to see you following where God's going. Mm-hmm. And even when you're like, and and I do feel like sometimes you do get these big nudges. And then sometimes this is gentle peace about it. So a lot of times, you know, people say to me, oh, I don't get nudges that way. And then, then they'll come back to me later and they'll go, you know, the weirdest thing is now I'm realizing that God does have these little moments where I, I know I'm supposed to do something, or I know I'm not supposed to do this or that. And so it is those gentle little urgings and nudgings Very that, gentle. you know, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you're like, I, I wish God wasn't as gentle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to pray about that. Can you not like, be so gentle? Like I kind of just need you to like shake me a little bit. Yeah, exactly. We always <laughs> want to be hit on the side of the head and say, you know, yeah. go this way or go that way. You know, I was going to ask you on your feeling more like comfortable in the last six months. And then you said like for, you know, quite a while now, you've been better about making your devotional time and you're reading your Bible more of a daily practice. Do you feel that since you've been more deliberate and intentional in your reading that that has impacted how much you feel the Lord's urgings? I've never thought of it that way, but absolutely. Like, Mm. yeah, because I've made it, I've made it a part of my daily routine. I've made it a part of my, you know, daily life. I'm sure that's it. I, I will say like, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not like great at praying. I'll go back to the Lutheran thing. We don't pray aloud very often. Like the pastor does great. I don't, no one ever asked me to pray for them. And so that's not something that I'm used to. And so like actually sitting down and like praying a lot of times, it's just like a quick, you know, like, Hey God, I'm thinking about this, you know, that sort of thing. But now like, that's been one of my things over the past year. I'm like, okay, I want to be more intentional about like praying for things and like adding fasting and prayer, not just Mm -hmm. like not intermittent fasting, but like actually spending time fasting and spending that time. Anytime I think of it and like, actually praying for something like, okay, God, what do I need right now? All right. This is why, this is why I'm going through this fast. This is why I'm doing this. So actually like, it's almost like habit stacking. Mm -hmm. So like taking that habit of fasting going like, Oh, I have a pang of hunger. Okay. That's my indication to pray. I do this every year during Lent. Why I never thought of this before the past, you know, couple months is like, Oh yeah, I, I do need to be better about that. When I do fast, like actually praying when I like that's the whole point of fasting is yeah. to like spend the time praying. So yeah, like little so habits- cool. I mean, and this, you're a perfect example of people think, oh, when you're young and you have this faith, then it's smooth sailing and you're done. Like I'm a believer. I know I'm going to heaven. God's got me. Okay. Yeah. Game on. And the rest of your life is just a state. And it's not like that. It's like that constant growth and the constant Like even now it's been like your whole life and you're still in the last few months getting more intentional about reading, more intentional about prayer, more intentional about fasting. And for those of you who don't know, fasting is basically going without food. And most Christians who are fasting as they fast, if they, they they're depriving themselves, but they're also taking that time to focus on God. Yeah. And so, and and, and many people go multiple days. And, you know, some, it's just a day or whatever, but it's a time to focus on God more. So like you, you know, even now, and I like, I'm going to be 60 in another, let's see, what's today, 10 days, I'll be 60. (laughs) And so I'm learning, you know, I'm still growing in my faith and my walk and trying to 
you know, I always joke around halfway that I have an audience of one, you know, God is, you know, the ultimate person that I am concerned with how, you know, he views me. And I know if I look at it through his lens, I cannot do anything to make him love me more than he already does. I cannot do anything that will make him love me less. You know, he has so much love for me. So all the growth that's happening is for my benefit, not to impress him, you know? So it's just, but I do think that way. I, I want to be, you know, there for people and love on people and be in the way he wants me to walk. And, and like with you, you know, I'm sure you're going to, your episode's going to encourage others to not stop growing. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I feel like that in every aspect of my life, like, and that was the one thing that had been stagnant for so long. Like just hearing Mm -hmm. you talk about that. I'm like, that's the one place where after, because I mean, going to Lutheran school through eighth grade, like it was daily religion. Like I had daily religion and now my, my kids go to public school. So it's, it's a little different for me because I grew up like memorizing Bible verses and having daily religion classes and having chapel once a week. And like, my kids don't get that. And so I'm like, Oh, am I just doing the bad thing? I'm like, but when I think about it, I'm like, Oh, after eighth grade, like I wasn't with those friends anymore. I really didn't have like a youth group that I was part of because they all went to Lutheran high school. And so I wasn't part of that group. And so like my faith was very stagnant until I found those people that could like speak faith into me a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And so I finally feel like now I am actually growing in my faith. Yeah, It's, It's one part that I'm like, I cannot stay stagnant in this. Like just because you've learned it as a kid does not mean that you can't keep growing in it. So I, I mean, hearing you say that, I was like, no, that's exactly it. Like this is the first time in my life where I actually feel like I'm growing in my faith and not just being like, eh, it's fine. I'm yeah. going to church every Sunday. It's fine. But, and what a great, you know, it's a great testament for your kids to see you still growing and still changing. And they see that example of you, you know, all you parents out there who are believers and even unbelievers alike, uh, it's like, you know, if they can see you studying daily and reading daily and going to the Lord in prayer and when we use the word speak into someone's life, what we mean is, at least from my perspective, and you can correct me, but the way I view somebody who speaks into my life, they're a fellow believer who challenges me to take it to another level. You know, they're challenging me in my thinking or in my, or what I'm doing or what I'm saying or keeping me accountable or, hey, have you been doing this? And, oh, you know, what are you doing about this part of your life? And just somebody that can, sort of like be a fellow, you know, I don't know what, you know, like a fellow Christian soldier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So. so, I mean, now my business partner, she's one of the big people in my life who like prays into it. And even now, like mm. we've had to chat and she's like, can you just, can you just pray about this? Like, it's always someone who I can go to. And I, I think having her in my life, particularly not that my husband's not great. Like he's amazing. He's also a Christian. He also, you know, prays for me and things like that, but she's so much more of that Christian example of what I want my kids to see that Mm -hmm. she'll like send me a voice message, just praying over me. And I was like, wow, that's, that's so powerful to have someone in your life like that. Wow. So yeah, there's not many people like that, but I mean, I try to find more and more people who are going to, to be that person for me in my life. Yeah. And what's really cool is as you grow, 
then God's going to bring you people that you're going to be mentoring and you'll be, even though you're not completely comfortable when you were younger, as far as praying like yeah. out loud, it's like, you'll find yourself going, getting that nudge, like pray with them. And you're going to be going, ah, and you, you know, you just have to yeah. go with it. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of growth that needs to happen, but I mean, that's the best part is that you never stop growing physically. Yeah. Yes. But spiritually, yeah. no. Yeah. And then as far as how this whole, like, you know, urging to like, just switch gears and like knowing on that first day of school, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And just, you know, all the little movements that God has had happen in your life. How has that impacted you or changed your perspective or changed you? I mean, I think it's like everything that we just talked about. It's really helped me realize like, okay, I am still growing as a person, like just because I mean, as you know, like as we get older, you don't stop growing. Like my thirties has been transformative for me. You know, I'm, I'm 37. I'll be 38 this year. I'm getting closer to 40. Like your growth doesn't stop <laughs> when you're like 22. Like it just doesn't. And I'm so glad because that would be awful. Like I would hate to go back to being 22. <laughs> I would, but you know, I think that that's been really life-changing for me is realizing like, I still have so much time left in my life that God might just say like, nope, this isn't for you anymore mm-hmm. and change the path again and to be okay and accepting of that and trust that he does know where it's supposed to lead because I didn't know for, you know, 15 years yeah. <laughs> that this is a, where I was going to be like, I couldn't have told you when I graduated college that I'd be an online business owner helping working moms with productivity and time management. Like that is not where I thought I would be ever or sitting in front of my computer or having, you know, the house that we live in or the two kids that are amazing or still be married to my husband of 14, almost 15 years now. Like I just never expected any of that. And so I think that that's just really a testament of like, okay, God, God will show me the path and I need to trust that that's that's where I'm supposed to go. Even as, I mean, I'm not even, hopefully not even halfway done with my life. So yeah. 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 Well, if you're still running them out, you probably are. You're probably nowhere near halfway, you know? So <laughs> Let's hope. Mod- yeah. So, well, I'm really glad you shared. I'm glad you came on and I'm glad it was happening today because it makes more sense to have it happen after the first of the year. And yeah. I think this will probably air in February. So still part of the first part awesome. of the year. Yeah. And I'm just so glad you shared that. Cause you know, People sometimes think, oh, you know, it wasn't like lightning bolts, but you know what? It's still that, that gentle urging and guidance that we follow. So, I mean, and that's part of why I wanted to share was I I want people to know, like, it's not always, not everybody has like God just going like, yep, this is what you're supposed to do and win. And you don't always hear God. And that's, you know, that's something that's a work in progress for me is finding the ways that God talks to me in my life. And so I wanted to make sure people knew like the path is long trust the process. Sometimes it's gentle. Sometimes people, you know, hear the voice of God every single day. I'm not one of those people and I'm still working with that. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I really appreciate you being on. I just loved it, but yeah, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and, and listening and please um, continue to share the episodes. If you want to watch a reminder, if you want to watch Kristen or anybody else's episode, you can watch it on the Facebook group. I actually tape these on Zoom. So you can actually see the video of any of these episodes on the private Facebook group, which is 
amazingly called Don't Ignore the Nudge. <laughs> so <laughs> just go to groups and go to Don't Ignore the Nudge and you'll be able to find all the episodes there. So we'd love to have you. It's, I think there's like 500 in there right now, 500 people. So yeah, so God's God's uh, growing things at his pace. And uh, I'm just a little nervous sometimes with the growth, getting big and fast and stuff like that, but I'm just going where he leads. So thank you so much for listening. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Mm-hmm.